0: Name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, church. God is good all the time. All the time. Our dear brothers and sisters, we come to church and we see a lot of candles. Candles are lit all over the temple, the presence of God. However, the most important candle or light in the church is the tabernacle light. If you see that's right on top of the tabernacle. That is a symbol that Jesus is present. This is the house of God. Now, every single one of us is called to be a tabernacle, a light. Now, as many of you know, I I grew up in Baghdad where Christians are minority. I remember as growing up, In a major Muslim country, people recognized the Christians. Because Christians back home were honest, were sincere, never lied, faithful, committed. Loved their husbands, loved their wives, loved their children, loved their families. Right away they would know, they would ask, are you Christian? They would see it in us. We were tabernacles, we were a light that showed everyone around us that I am carrying Jesus. Do you show that light today? Now there is the most wonderful time of the year is Christmas, right? The most despised time of the year is not tax season, rather there is election season. I would like to say as your pastor, as your father, As the shepherd of this church, leave your political differences outside of the church. The temple of the Lord is for the Lord. God is bigger, Jesus is bigger than any political party around us. We have minimized Jesus to the point of fitting into a certain political party of that or that political party, this candidate or that candidate. If you come to church, you better receive Jesus, not receive an endorsement. So as we are going, living in this country, everything is about politics. Please leave politics outside of the altar of God because we are defiling the altar of God when we speak politics. Don't get me wrong, Don't get me wrong, we got to speak about what matters the most. Now we are called... We are called to perform deliverance of those who are demonized. Not demonize those who are performing deliverance. Jesus, when He came to the altar of God, He did not attack people. As we see, He attacked what they were doing. We became professionals today of attacking people and attack what they're doing. Both of them burn everything together. As we see Jesus entering to the temple and saying, well, this does not belong here. These things don't belong in the altar of God. And he did not like that. So I have to say, politics don't belong here. You're here to receive Jesus. You're here to take Jesus with you home. And when you have Jesus, I have to trust you. When you carry Christ in your heart, I'm not afraid. I know you will do well. Even if you walk in the shadow and the darkness of death, says the psalmist, right? I fear no evil because you are with me. Now we got to preach Jesus. We got to give Jesus. We got to endorse Jesus. We got to back Jesus. We got to live as Jesus did. We got to be a light that shows everyone around us that I carry Jesus. I belong to him. Now the moment you start rejecting the demons that took control over your heart. Many people will not like that. We have normalized what God is trying to neutralize. My brothers and sisters, we have set so many tables in our hearts. We have set so many weird things in our hearts. We got tables and tables and tables, a table for hate, a table for, 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 for uh, Prejudice, a table for lying, a table for pornography, a table for addiction, a table for magic, a table for politics, a table for cheating, a table for demons. And even our own laws have a certain table in our hearts. Now Jesus comes, this is not normal. Everyone tells us around us, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay to be stressed out. It's okay to have anxiety. It's okay to lie. It's okay to grow marijuana. It's okay to abort a baby. It's okay to to support every immoral thing that's around us because we got used to it. And Jesus comes into the temple, right? Where I I want you to know that the tables that the sellers had in the temple were there for hundreds and hundreds of years. That was a normal thing, by the way. For the people, that was an okay thing to see. When Jesus comes in, it's says like, No, that's not normal. So I want you to know, not because people are telling me things are normal. So I have to accept them. Let's see what Jesus is saying about them. These are not normal. What's normal to people, God is trying to neutralize. So it's not okay for you to be afraid today. It's not okay for you not to sleep at night because stress and anxiety is aiding you within. It's not okay for you to be on pills, to be addicted to drink, to any kind of drink, or addicted to marijuana or drugs or alcohol. It's not okay for you to cheat on your wife. It's not okay for you to cheat on your husband. It's not okay for you to lie. It's not okay for you to sleep and not to go to Mass. It's not okay for you not to receive the Eucharist. It's not okay for you not to go to confession. It's not okay for you to be afraid of the devil. Let the devil be afraid of you. We are Christians. We carry Jesus We are so afraid. What happened to us? Just tell me what happened to us. The Christians are on the defense now. We're called to be on the offense. We're called to bring the mission of Christ to the world. So how can I do that if I don't carry Jesus in my heart? How can I do that when I don't let him in my heart and overturn all these tables that I have bolted in and super glued in my heart? Just tell me how can we do that today? And people call things normal. It's not normal. It is not normal. It is not normal today for our hearts to be den of thieves. Now I want you to know the merchants and the sellers and the money exchangers that operated in the temple did not own the temple. They leased, they leased that area for them. So that the devil and the demons and the hate and the sins that you have in your heart do not own your heart. Your heart belongs to God. Your heart does not belong to the devil. Your heart does not belong to demons. Your heart does not even belong to the person you love. Your heart belongs to God Himself because I gotta tell you, if you love a person and your heart is not wrapped with God, that relationship will fail. Don't fall in love with someone that does not love God more than you. Now, girls, my sisters, I ask you: If you want a man to fall in love with you, let him chase the heart of God to get to your heart. Not because he is khoshnasha, from a good family, he has a nice family name, that will not make him a good man. What makes a good man a good man today is Saint Joseph. He was a righteous man. A righteous man is someone who follows the commandment of God. Now my brothers, our children, please do not fall in love with a girl just because she is pretty. Because I got to tell you, many women were pretty, many girls were pretty, they get old. (laughs) Even though they don't like to hear it, it's okay. But everything goes, money will vanish, beauty will die. The only thing that lasts forever is God. That's why during Mass, what do we say? From now and forever, because the name of God never ends, never die. What we will need today, we need a spiritual revolution. We need a spiritual revolution against everything foreign that came to our heart. Jesus calls that place his house. Your heart belongs, my heart belongs to God. Does not belong to the devil. Does not belong to a political party. Does not belong to a politician. Does not belong to sin. Does not belong to hate does not belong to a man, does not belong to a woman, does not belong to any human being. My heart and your heart belongs to God. And if we live accordingly, we will prevail. Our generation have domesticated demons. Don't domesticate darkness and say it's okay. So it's not okay for you to be sad. Break these chains. It's not okay for you to be stressed out all the time, angry all the time. It's not okay. It's not okay for you to be in a relationship or being afraid from your ex or be in a relationship that's empty of God, that's not okay. We have taken darkness into our heart and say, Habibi, I love you darkness. Just live with me because that's the way I am. It's not the way you are. You were created for greatness. You were created to be a saint. You were created to be holy. That's why during mass, what do we say? The holy is suitable. For the holy ones, you're called to be holy. You're God-chosen children. We're God-chosen children. You're bigger than your sins. God loves you. God redeemed you. God saved you on the cross. He died for you and me so that we may live. And not only live, but live fully according him. Now I invite you all not to be afraid. I know so many of us are so afraid. Parents are panicking about the future of their children. I got to tell you something. Now parents, To all of you who are present here and those who are listening, do not be afraid. If you give Jesus to your children, I promise you, your children will do wonderful. If you feed them Jesus, your children will do amazing. And when we feed Christ, doesn't mean only we speak about Christ, but when you live Jesus in your daily life, when you love your wife, just like Jesus commanded you to do, not to disrespect her, not to put her down. When you love your husband, just like Jesus commanded you to do. When you have Jesus and give it to your children, your child will see that light of the tabernacle in you. Say, mom, dad, I know you love God. That's why you are my first teacher. But what happened to those who don't go to church and live in fear? What happened to those who don't speak to half of their family members and tell their children, you got to love Jesus. Are you kidding me? They're not going to love Jesus because you are not loving Jesus. What happened to those who stay far away from the Eucharist, far away from Jesus, and they focus on secondary things more than the important things that Jesus present. They celebrate communion, but they don't celebrate Jesus. They celebrate baptism, but they don't celebrate Jesus. They celebrate weddings, but they don't celebrate Jesus. What happened to our people? We need a spiritual revolution. If we want your future to be secure today, if we want our next generation to prosper and fall in love with God and do the right thing, we have to give them Jesus. We have not, we have to neutralize everything that God is calling us to do. Not normalize everything that God is calling us to neutralize. The issue is not outside. The issue is within. Our hearts are the issue. So today, Jesus overturns the tables. And I think he's inviting all of us, the church, first, us, to preach Jesus. You came here because you're thirsty for Jesus. You came here because you saw something in Jesus that you don't see anywhere in the world. And that Jesus, you have to carry with you to the world. So you came here, sinner, leave a saint. You came here not talking to somebody or hate somebody. you got to leave this place merciful. You came here and you have so many tables that you have set in your heart. Let Jesus overturn these tables. Even the worst of them. Jesus has power over them. When we pray the prayer of our Father, what do we say? For yours is the kingdom now and Amen.